Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. The Lions were deep into the wide receiver market. They were, quote, talking to a lot of people, according to Ian Rappaport. Hayden Winks, they landed on DJ Chark. We 26 years old this year, one year, $10 million fully guaranteed. If you look at Jared Goff last year, the lowest, the shortest intended air yards per attempt throughout the league. Now, is that him as a quarterback or is it kind of like a chicken and the egg situation where since they didn't have a deep threat like DJ Chark, could now it all expand a bit for the Lions offense? They didn't have receivers, period. I mean, they used Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm sure we're going to roll his clips a little bit later. They used him like like kind of Robert Woods, Debo Samuel, whichever kind of schemed guy. They put him in the backfield. That's how desperate they were for targets. Um, but for DJ Shark, that I think you basically just nailed it. I don't see a number one receiver here. I see a secondary third type of target who can win a little bit downfield. This video is all of his targets from the 2021 season. He had some yeah. drops. But he was used all over the field, primarily as a deep threat. I think that's what he's going to do. He's the exact complement to Amon Ross St. Brown. But I still think they need a number one receiver out there. Yeah, let, let's get to that duo in just a minute. But I want to spend a little more time on Chark as an individual. Because back when he was 23 years old in 2019, he had over 1,000 yards on 118 targets and eight touchdowns. But it really wasn't like a volume player per se. It was, again, as his vertical shot player. Just five games of 10-plus targets. Uh, just two games, excuse me, three games of over 100 yards. And that's it. You know, it's deep shots. It's big plays. That is really pivotal, though, when changing the outcome of, of these contests throughout the league. Because, again, two, three, four plays are, are all the difference. I remember when he was drafted to the Jacksonville Jaguars, it feels like now a couple regimes ago, coming out of LSU, he was just a vertical burner and they really cited, you know, creating space in the box for Leonard Fournette as to why they would draft someone like DJ Chark in round two, just because he's fast in a straight line. So not only have we talked about this from a passing game standpoint, I also think it could aid them with how much talent they have on the rushing attack with the offensive line and DeAndre Swift and whoever else is going to carry the ball for them. But as weird as it sounds, Hayden, you'll back me up on this. Once the Jaguars lost DJ Chark, they were screwed offensively to some level because they had no juice. They had no speed otherwise. And now he is that speed downfield for the Lions. I thought he was going to be faster than what he kind of looked. Got and it. I think that he plays slower. And we can roll these, this clip again. He plays a little bit slower, especially against man coverage. Now he can go high point the ball because he's got uh, some decent length and he's still decently fast. But I think that he's going to be better against zone coverage. He's definitely an inconsistent player. I also want to note that the 2019 season, I think it was, was his by far his best season. And it's been a couple of years since then. So I think you're getting an inconsistent, probably number three target on the team. We'll see how he fits with, with Hawkinson and Amon Ross St. Brown. To me, Amon Ross St. Brown's a much better wide receiver 
than DJ Shark, but they needed this type of receiver. I just am still anticipating the Lions to get a true X receiver out there. When I was watching, Marvin Jones was better than than DJ Shark. I, last, I, last I, I, I agree with you. But on some level, the Lions have also now completed their wide receiver room because we'll get to Amon Rai St. Brown in a second. Just a couple of minutes ago, they brought back Khalif Raymond on a two-year deal as well I mean, for about seven and a half, nine million dollars. I'm just I'm yeah, I mean, that's, that's, facts here. That's starter money. That is starter money. It is starter money. Um, okay. Let's talk and quickly. This is just like a a better choice than the experiment that was Brashad Perryman and whoever like felt so they could throw out there as like a vertical target. Like at least he's an approve it one year deal with the idea in mind for him that, Hey, you're coming off the season ending injury and this will all line up for you. You know, when you're a year older next off season to hopefully get a much bigger contract still in your prime. Like, so he has, he has stuff to play for. Let's put it that way. And while I let off with Jared Goff as the quarterback, would not put it past his team at all to spend the number two overall selection on someone named like Malik Willis per se. Yeah. Okay, as soon as this was reported, Hayden, a lot of people immediately pivot on over to what this could mean to rookie sensation Amon Ross St. Brown. And we saw it towards like the last six games of the 2021 season. 12 targets, 12 targets, 11, 11, 11, 10. Boatload of opportunities. Your view. How are you going to spin this? Well, in those weeks, here's who was starting for the Lions at all of the skill positions. Jamal Williams, Craig Reynolds, Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, Kadero Hodge, Shane Zystra, and Brock Wright. I mean, so they were scheming him the ball because they had to. I don't see Amon Ross St. Brown playing that many snaps in the backfield. I do think that he is a uh, first and second level type of threat. You can do some slot uh, fades with him as well. He is a baller, and I know that the Rams like him because they used him in a Lions. very specific yep. role, like how the, uh, the Rams were using Robert Woods. So I, I was anticipating the Lions to bring in some more help. I think that Amon Ross St. Brown is going to struggle to be a wide receiver too, especially if they go Malik Willis or a rookie. But I think that if their idea is DJ Shark is going to be the, the other wide receiver and two wide receiver sets, I think Amon Ross St. Brown is going to have way more targets than DJ Shark would. Now, story time with Josh. You ready? Let's do it. Uh, we're at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. I'm there just as Brad Holmes, the Lions general manager, finishes his press conference. Dan Campbell steps up there because he's right after. Uh, Brad and I have a little bit of history because I had a cup of coffee with uh, then St. Louis Rams. And so I go over and, and say hello. We have a really friendly conversation for about five minutes. And then I get to asking him about Amon Ra. And he said, no one was happier when Amon Ra St. Brown ran a 4-6-1 than that draft room because they knew that they could get him where they were going to take him. They are absolutely in love with the player. And it's in comparison to a name that you already mentioned. They think he's Robert Woods. They think yeah. they can use him from a variety of different alignments, bring him tight to the formation. If you want to manufacture touches in different ways too, and really allow him to win at multiple levels of the field. So I'm not saying that the name we led off this conversation, DJ Chark, is anywhere close to a type of Rams receiver they had on that roster. Maybe closer to Sammy Watkins and Brandon Cooks if we're going in that direction for when he was a part of that staff that built that. But Amon Ra is the player who's going to be consistent. Like he is going to get his opportunities each and every week. So to me, this doesn't hurt, harm, whatever word you want to use, Amon Ra's even maybe second year breakout from tailing on to the final six games of his rookie season. 
if you look at just the post by rookie bump, and that's not just when Hawkinson was out of the picture and Swift was out of the picture, over those last nine games, he had wide receiver 25 fantasy usage. I feel like that's about the kind of ballpark we're going to live in um, with Amon Ross St. Brown. I think that the DJ Shark edition is probably a win for him because this could have been Allen Robinson or they right. could have gotten some something more aggressive than DJ Shark. And I don't think that DJ Shark's ever going to be like a 140 target type of receiver. I just don't think he has that in him. He's that vertical jump ball specialist on the outside. I don't think that he's going to be commanding a bunch of targets. So really the last thing is just making sure that they don't draft a Drake London, a Traylon Burks, a Garrett Wilson um, in the first round. But if that doesn't happen, I think that Amon Ross St. Brown is going to be that wide receiver three with a little bit of upside. I mean, he for the last five weeks, he was a locked and loaded wide receiver one, but that was like the perfect run out for him when it comes to target competition. So I, I'm going, I'll go wide receiver three for Amon Ra. And then I have DJ shark, like a hundredth overall call him like a boom bus wide receiver five. All right. As always, we close out these videos, with a look at the underdog fantasy ADPs. You can all play right now. Just click the link down below app store, desktop, however you want to do it. And Hayden, as we can see, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Wide receiver 23 at the moment. I'll have to scroll down in order to find DJ Chark here at wide receiver 56. Both of those fair ranges, in your opinion. Yeah, I moved DJ Chark up like 15, 20 spots. I think somewhere around that Christian Kirk Rashad Bateman is the about the right range. For him, I will not be going any higher than that. I just don't think that he has the juice um, to creep into like the upside Jerry Judy Kadarius Tony range. And I think Amon Ross St. Brown is priced fine. I think that there's still a little bit lower of a floor just in case they added some absolute stud at wide receiver, or if they go the Malik Willis route, I think that would be bad news. Jared Goff gave them functional quarterback play. Like it is certainly possible that next year their quarterback play gets worse. If they start a rookie that's not prepared, that's the, the downside risk. But I think for the lions, stake it seems like they're building a roster that seems like functional like every single piece is kind of sliding in and making some sense here so i think that if you're a lions fan even if sharks not the biggest name i think that at least is making sense in how they're trying to build this thing like for two three years down the road as always you can play on underdog fantasy right now go and play pick them we have tournaments going on right now including super flex again if you have never used underdog fantasy promo code the show we match your deposit up to $100. Lions fans, get ready. It's going to be an interesting ride, especially with that number two overall selection. Saw a sprinkle of plus 750 from Malik Willis out there at number two overall. I'd pepper that. I'd pepper that. I'm with that. you. I'm with all you. right. Smash like, sla smash subscribe. Appreciate you all. We'll speak to you next time. See ya. <laughs>